0: What's going on church? I pray everybody is doing well. That your family's well. That life is going great. But even if it's not, know that God is still good. He's still faithful and he's still with you. And so I just pray, uh man that today's message will just encourage you and it'll help you keep fighting the good fight as I was preparing and praying about this. Uh, man, I kept thinking about, you know, the election that's coming up and Man, just how a lot of times politics can really birth ugliness and bitterness for a lot of people. And it's crazy to think something that's supposed to bring us together, a lot of times it brings a lot of division instead of unity. uh, A lot of anger instead of joy. A lot of anxiety and stress instead of comfort and peace. And it's easy to find yourself, man, just swept up in that. And I really felt God uh, wanted to give you a word to help you not get carried away. And so today's message is called, Keep Looking Forward. Keep looking forward, okay? Because whenever you keep looking forward, when you focus on God, um, you'll be amazed at the things you can overcome, and also the things that God would accomplish through you. And so I just pray that you have received the Word of God today. Um, man, that it, it would really, man, just be a fresh wind uh, in your spirit and, and in, your, in your life today. Uh, But of course, I want to pray for us. We're going to be in 2 Peter chapter 3, starting at verse 13 through 18. Um, But let me pray for us, and then we'll jump right in. Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for my brothers and sisters and how they place their faith in you. Um, Because Jesus, because of you, man, we're able to overcome so many, uh, man, just difficult and hard things. Um, But the facts remain that you are faithful, Uh, Just like your word says in Deuteronomy, that you will never forsaken us, that you will always near us, and that you will help us in all these things. And so, Lord, I just pray um, today that you would grant us the ability to keep looking forward in the middle of storms, in the middle of tough situations, um, that we would be able to walk on the waters of life and and see you be glorified in our life and bringing hope to others um, that are in need of you. And so, just speak to us, Holy Spirit, today. Open up our our minds and our hearts to what it is you have for each one of us, and may we leave here sharpened, um, ready to um, take on the things uh, of today and the things of this week, and, and keeping our focus on you. We love you and pray this in Jesus' name, Amen. All right, keep looking forward. Second Peter chapter three verse thirteen. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So it says, But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth He has promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote with you with the wisdom God gave him. Speaking of these things in all of his letters, some of his comments are hard to understand, and those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters to mean something quite different, just as they do with other parts of Scripture. And this will result in their destruction. You already know these things, dear friends, so be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. Rather. You must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All glory to Him both now and forever. Amen. Uh, Let me say that again. All glory to Him now and forever. Amen. I love how how that that chapter just ends. Um, But the first thing I want us to really look at and, and take away from that is this. Difficult people produce more difficulties difficult people produce more difficulties have you ever heard the saying hurt people hurt people right they allow their emotions because they're hurt and they try to you know project them on the other people hoping that they would feel the same pain that they're experiencing Well, difficult people do something similar in the way that they allow their emotions um, to really produce more difficulties And I say this because difficult people will find any way possible to make you agree with them. And here's the thing. If you don't agree with them, they will fight tooth and nail until you finally just give up. Until you just say, okay, okay, I'm done. Whatever you say, fine. I don't even care no more. So they just want to justify them being right. They don't care about the truth. They only care about winning and being right. And we see this in verse 15 and 16. It says, this is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him. Speaking of these things in all of his letters, some of his comments are hard to understand and those who are ignorant and unstable, okay, see that, are have twisted his letters to mean something quite different just as they do with other parts of scripture and this will result in their destruction, Okay. So first we see it talks about Paul, right, that he wrote from the wisdom God gave him and talking about difficult people. God will send, you know, godly people into your life to help point out difficult people at times. And at other times, um, he's basically going to give you um, some, uh, some criteria, right, some things to identify, some characteristics to identify difficult people. And he spoke about two things. He said ignorant and unstable. And if you know ignorant, ignorant means that they are lacking the knowledge or the awareness of something they're speaking about. And they don't care to listen, right? They are already set in their ways and they're not trying to hear anything else. And then it also talked about being unstable. So they're not even, man, have it together. They're all over the place. And when you combine those two things, oof, that is a scary combination, church. But let me ask you this. Have you gone online and you've seen a difficult person? Somebody that's so dug into their ways, they don't want to hear nobody else. You read their comments and you're like, man, you're not even making sense. They're all over the place. I'm telling you, difficult people are out there. And sometimes that might even be us if we're being honest with ourselves. But here's the thing, church. Uh, we got to watch out for those type of people and not become those type of people. um, Because it's not enough that they are right. They will actually take the scriptures and twist them to try to make their point across. And I've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks, um, that God grants us all free will, the ability to make any choices. But as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, we have a responsibility with that choice to always represent Jesus appropriately, right? So that means we can't be abusing God, the grace that God gives us. And that means that we can't just be attaching God's name to anything trying to claim everything. Okay? We got to be careful because using scripture uh, to point something to justify what you're saying is right. When you might be in the wrong. So you have to be mindful of that. And when somebody else is doing it, be mindful of that as well. Because um, God knows our heart. He knows our motives. And when we use his word, um, whether it's being twisted or altered to fit our definition or they're doing the same thing to fit their definition, he's going to know. And it's just as bad as abusing the grace, as attaching his name to fit your claim. Okay? And think about the devil. He tried to do this to Jesus when Jesus was in the wilderness after being baptized, before he did ministry. The devil was hitting Jesus up with all these scriptures, trying to twist them and get Jesus uh, to fall for his tricks and his schemes. Um, But Jesus already knew. He's like, this is a difficult person. He's just really trying to produce more difficulties. He's like, and I ain't falling for it. And So church, let's not fall for it, right? Because what do we read? What happens? It says, this will result in their destruction. Okay, let me say this right here. Don't let difficult people's discussions take you with them to their destruction. Okay, let me say that again. Don't let difficult people's discussions take you with them to their dis- their, their destruction. It's not worth it. It's a waste of time. We got to understand God will handle it. It's not our battle. It's not our fight. We have to learn when it's time to walk away and to carry on, okay? Um, as I said, because if not, it's easy to find yourself getting carried away, okay? So if we know difficult people produce more difficulties, then this is what we need to do. Don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. And I know that sounds a lot uh, easier than it's actually being done and it actually is to do. Because oftentimes when we find ourselves with a difficult person, what do we want to do? We want to bring some correction. We want to just be right in there fighting with them. We could get caught up. And when we allow our emotions and our mind and our heart to just be pouring out, We're going to end up drowning out the voice of God and the Holy Spirit trying to tell us like, hey, 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 you need to slow down. Hey, this isn't for you. You need to let it go. So let's be careful and let's try to be patient um, with these people and also with ourselves. Amen. Check out what it says in verse 15. It says, and remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. Our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. So God knows the foolishness that's being spoken, whether it's other people doing it or it's ourselves, and He knows how difficult people like to twist His word to fit their claim. And we gotta understand we're not Him, and so as much as you know we we want to bring uh, some things to light, uh, sometimes man, there's gonna be nothing that we can do. We just have to ask for Him to intervene. And the word of God does say that you could bring correction to a believer. And it says if you do so, like bring it in private and have that discussion. And if it doesn't go well, you could also bring in another person as a witness to have that discussion again. And if that doesn't go well, then you need to understand, okay, it's time to to shake the dust off my feet and just walk away from this. Okay, this is bigger than myself. I've done what I could do to try to help my brother or sister in this. But apparently we're on two different pages and, and that's okay. So what should you do? Well, you need to be patient with them the same way that God is patient with you. Amen? We need to pray for them. Pray that God will intervene and hopefully open them up to see how maybe they've been um, using the word of God incorrectly. And you need to understand who you're speaking with too because check this out. If they're not a believer, of course, then they're going to have a different standard and they're going to see the world differently than you. And of course, everything that you're trying to share with them, they're not going to understand. Okay? So if they're not a believer, you can't expect them to have the same standard as you do in your life. That's a simple fact. And if they are a believer and you're trying to help them with this and they're still not seeing it, hey, it's okay. Just pray for them and understand, you know what, this is bigger than me. I can't let myself allow to be carried away with this. Okay? Because remember, difficult people's discussions will take you with them to their destruction. And then we read in verse 17, it says, you already know these things, dear friends, so be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. So we can't get carried away because we can lose our footing. That's dangerous, church. That's something to be mindful of, that we need to be patient and we need to stay on guard. It's crucial, right? The enemy loves to see the body of Christ being divided, bickering with one another. You know, we're called to be in harmony and be building with each other and be building up one another. And so let's not men fall into getting carried away and playing right into the enemy's hands. This is what he wants to happen. Have you ever had a conversation with a friend and, you know, you're discussing something, before you know it, it gets real heated. And then after that, you're saying things you wish you didn't ever say. I've had this happen more... Cajuns and I wish uh, did happen and a lot of times it's happened uh, with my beautiful wife Desiree and you know I was joking with her you know we got our son a a tent for his birthday and I was like man that's probably gonna be my doghouse now (laughs) you know because I find myself doing that that I allowed myself to get carried away and not really paying attention and I'm saying this not to say that she's a difficult person but here's the thing what I'm saying is I myself can turn into a difficult person when I'm not being patient, when I'm not being on guard, when I don't learn to shut up, when I allow myself to get carried away, um, letting my emotions and my feelings and my heart and all these things take over instead of trying to follow what God's trying to tell me to do. And so how do we avoid getting carried away? How do we avoid um, getting involved in difficult situations or even becoming a difficult person ourselves? This is what we do. Keep looking forward. Keep looking forward. Okay. Verse 13, it says, But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth. He has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. So when we keep looking forward, we can shift our focus from what is discouraging to what is promised. We can shift our focus from what is lies to what is truth. We can shift our focus from frustration to hope. Our focus is important. Where we're looking is important. This thing talked about uh, new heavens and new earth. Of having our focus on things above uh, instead of things that are we're currently seeing right in our face. And that's, man, that's so good. That's so encouraging. It makes me think of Peter because he's the one speaking. But in Mark 6, uh, the story of the storm, right, where the storm is outrageous and Jesus comes walking on the water and everything calms down and, and and Peter says, man, Jesus, can I come out to there with you? And he says, yeah, sure. Keep, keep hear my voice and come out to me. Keep, keep your focus. Keep looking forward on me. And he's able to walk on the water. But the moment that he lets go of that and he starts looking around, he begins to sink. Okay. So we have to keep looking forward. Don't let the delay of God keeping you from praising the righteousness that you know will eventually come. Okay, keep looking forward. He doesn't break his promise and everything is temporary until we reach our eternity. Amen. And then the next verse, verse 14, it says, And so, dear friends, while you're waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. So what did it tell us to do? It said, we got some work to do if we're in the waiting, if we're being patient, we're being on guard. He said, what? Make every effort. Mm. So we have to be intentional in what we do and give it our all. Does that mean we're perfect? No, but we're trying. Does that say that we can just do whatever we want? Nah, man. We got to be working towards living peacefully, right? Pure and blameless. And by whose standards? Is it by the world's standard? No. Is it by our friends or our family standard? No. Is it by this church or by this pastor? No. It's by whose standard? God's standard, Okay. So we got to know God sets the bar. Jesus helps show us how to reach the bar. And then it's up to us to keep trying to put in the work, um, put in the effort um, to do the best that we can with that. Like I said, verse 17 said to stay on guard. And it's not a matter of how it could happen to you, but a matter of when it will happen to you. Okay, it's part of life. It's a broken world we live in. And we all got to be looking to work towards living uh, a life. um, that God intended and that's aligned with his word. Um, because if not, man, what we're really doing is working against God. And so when people aren't allowing God to shape them and, and, and nurture and grow them, then we're doing the opposite. And this is only going to produce more conflicts, more trials, more difficult people, more difficult situations. And so it's a, you need to be on guard about this. okay? And this is the thing. If you're making every effort, if you're being patient, and you're being on guard, then you won't be startled when these things happen. It won't catch you off guard, and you won't allow your emotions to drive your actions. Instead, you are allow your actions, what you're already doing, to drive your emotions. Amen? So keep looking forward. Verse 18, it says, Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All glory to Him both now and forever. Amen. I love how it says that you must grow. So it's not an option. It's an obligation. Okay. We must allow God to shape and mold us because if we stop doing that, then we're allowing the enemy to mold us. And that's not healthy, right? I mean, come on, that's common sense. We weren't born to be difficult people, but when we allow anyone besides God to shape us, to grow us, to mold us, then we could become a difficult person. And we could be doing things that we were never meant to do. We could be in places we were never meant to go. And come on, church. we we better than that. So let's make an effort to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. Amen? So it doesn't matter where you come from, where you live. um, Let's remember uh, who we belong to or where our true home is. Of who God says that we are. Not what the world says. Not what anybody else says. And the only way you're going to understand that and you're going to receive that. Is by spending time gaining the grace and knowledge of Jesus. Amen. So let's continue to keep growing. Let's do it church. So this is my challenge for all of us this week. And a lot of times I try to make it specific for the week. But really man every challenge is something that's a daily goal. It's something we can apply to our lives. Um for the rest of our lives amen but this week's challenge is keep looking forward and the way that we're gonna do that is by being patient right we're gonna be staying on guard watching out for these things but not only for these things but for ourselves so we're not becoming difficult people right we're gonna to continue to work towards learning the uh, the truth and, and the grace of Jesus and we're gonna to continue to be intentional in everything that we do trying to live peaceful lives Trying to live pure, trying to live blameless by His standard. Not the world's, but His standard. And that's how we don't get carried away. That's how we don't allow difficult people to take us to more difficulties or even to their destruction and our own destruction. That's how we can walk on the waters uh, that this life gives us without sinking into the depths of our situations. Amen? So let's continue to keep looking forward. I pray that you will receive that today, um, that it would inspire you and encourage you this week, um, that it doesn't matter how bad things get. It doesn't matter how difficult the person may be. Um, even if you become a difficult person, um, when you're allowed to keep looking forward, um, you can overcome all of these things. Amen. Let me pray for us and I'll close this out. Father, I just thank you. Uh, that you help us identify difficult people, and also identify ourselves when we've become that person, um, so we can avoid uh, becoming uh, involved in more difficult situations, or even um, the destruction that they might be on, or the destruction we can lead ourselves on. Um, you're willing to step in to intervene and to make us aware, but also just be patient with us. And so help us grant others the same grace and patience you give to us. Help us be on guard, so we're not caught off in surprise um, by the enemy or by the things of this life, Lord. And help us continue um, to work, making every effort to live pure, to live blameless, and uh, to live peacefully. With everybody, whether they're believer or not, um, whether we see eye to eye, uh, but may that always be our focus and our prime as we continue to spend time with you, learning more of your truth, learning more of your grace, learning more of how we can always go and aim and work towards reaching the bar. So I just thank you for today and I thank you for sharpening us, for encouraging us and helping us um, be able to walk on the waters that life gives us and so we just love you we trust you and be with us all may you bless every person watching and may they receive this and may you be glorified in their life we love you and pray this in jesus name amen all right church i love y'all i hope that you have a great week um some exciting news this week i will be sitting down uh, with my brother, Pastor Ed Senna, and we will be discussing some of the legalities of establishing the church name, so we could get the tithing and all the legal stuff. I'm done with. Um, I've still been praying. If you know what the, you know, you feel God saying the name of the church that we're planning should be. Let me know. Um, but for right now, we're going to probably have a temporary name um, just to get things rolling, so we could start giving tithing, so we could. Uh, Continue to partner with different people and and also with our community and be a blessing. But I love y'all and I can't wait to see everyone. Y'all have a great week. Goodbye.